welcome back to the Watch So Series Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon. We got Devin, Mike, and Reese back. And you heard the theme song, so we're finally getting to our review of Falcon and Winter Soldier. We were going to do it episode by episode, but we changed our mind, decided to do in three episode chunks. Gives us a little bit more to talk about, a little bit more substance, kind of get an idea of where the show's going, all of the above. Um, so, what do y'all think? Reese, what do you think about Falcon and Winter Soldier? I like it a lot. It's not like WandaVision. It's not it's just so much more serious. Um like right from the jump, it just has a more serious feel, just like the Captain America movies though. But um but yeah, I like it. I think Sam is kind of boring. Um <laughs> I've always thought he was kind of boring. Wow. But um luckily everything happening around them right now is more interesting. Yeah. Um, Mike, what about you? Mike, you're on mute. I was like, what? Why is he not talking? <laughs> nope. Nope. I can't hear Mike. Mike, where are you at? All right. Well, Mike's, so anyway, well, Mike's fixing his mic. Go ahead, yeah. Um, I think, I don't know. Marvel has this, this ingenious way of timing. This series is literally right up against the Derek Chauvin case, which is the parallels just make you just like, damn, they're really good. Like timing is really on their side. Uh, the show in itself is just amazing um, action storytelling because we don't get a lot of storytelling. Like we get these MCU movies, everything happens like that in one, in one movie, but like being able to tell an episodic story, uh, gets the build so great and um you know zemo that's my guy right now um uh, and you know what they did to uh what was the black uh first isaiah, two isaiah. isaiah there you go mike you're at you're back uh yeah that that's that's telling in one tour i wish we we could get more history will actually happen maybe like a brief overview even I though you know you get, yeah uh that'd be great to see um, but so far, just a parallel between the show and real life uh, is just, I love it. I just love the juxtaposition and, and giving contrast to what's actually happening right now uh, and what happens in, in like the, the cinematic universe of Marvel. Mike? Uh, yeah, so I've loved every episode so far. I think every new episode ups the stakes a little bit. Um, I, I got, I'm, I'm happy that Marvel is is kind of like taking on like Devin said kind of like going about issues in the world um and going that way well you know like they I just think they're doing everything right um for I finally feel like like Sam had always more substance in the movies than than Bucky did Bucky now has like this I mean this was always present when we saw him in the movies but like they never had the opportunity to explore it so he has this like this guilt and this like sadness and this regret and this like you know everything going on to him and then sam has everything going on in his life be you know things going on in his home life what it's like for him in general being you know like in his situation and and you know it's just it's it's nice to see like a lot more depth be added i I kind of agree that he he still is like i don't know if it's just because like I don't know. I, no, I gotta agree with Reese to say boring. he's not. Yeah. He hasn't been as interesting to me to watch as Bucky has. Um, but I don't know if that's just because Bucky is violent and more aggressive and 
like the action scenes with him are really are, have been fun to watch. I mean, they've been fun in general. Um, I hate the new Captain America. I think we're supposed to, so they're doing a good job there. I mean, um, hated him from the beginning. I mean, you know, and then you see him in episode two, and he's you like, "Got a lot to us, Mike." If you were Team John Walker, not even a little bit. Are you kidding me? He's. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we'll have a whole section where we talk about him, so I don't want to jump ahead. But he is literally everything Captain America. Steve Rogers was not, and. I, I know Marvel's really good about doing this thing where they like drop a seed and then eventually you get to see that seed happen. Well, I hope that that is the most true, truest we ever see because I, when Bucky says I'm going to take that shield from him, like I, I want, I want, I'd love to see them kick the crap, both of them kick the crap out of him. So let's okay, let's let's start. Let's talk about John Walker. Reese, did you notice how they gave John Walker a black wife and a black best friend? Oh yeah, that? I noticed that. As soon that? as she walked in, I was like, "No, yeah, no." <laughs> they want the me to way. like him. They want me to give him a chance because they give him a black wife, and he got that black friend, his own little Bucky, not Bucky, Sam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm like, "No, look at his face. It's you so cannot." So yes, I hate that guy's face. I, yeah. I really don't like his face, especially when he's wearing a uniform. Oh, so- you know, he asked um. I saw a news article. He actually like asked for the Chris Evans suit. Um, and they were like, no, we're going to just give you your own. And then like, he's never really seen a Marvel movie. And so on set, he's like asking all these questions and trying to figure out what, which he should, you know, he wants to do a good job, but I guess Sebastian Stan was like, dude, just stop. Like there's so this, way too this much going on. This third episode's uniform, I mean, his outfit or his costume or whatever you want to call it, and this third episode looks super, like, not even real. Like, not no armor base. This looks like it was like, like I guess like made out of a flight jacket. It looks like the U.S. agent outfit. Okay. I don't know if. Uh, well, there's some questions with him, right? So. One is, so we find out that, like, he's, like, this super decorated military man. They say he won the, he won the Medal of Honor, the only person to win the three Medal times. of Honor three times. He's, like, this, like, you know, does everything right, finish top of his class. They show him, like, throwing the shield around. He's got that down pack. He's, like, hitting the fucking targets in the bullseye with everything. So he's, you know, Mr. All-American White Man. Oh, seems like a good person. But then, you know, as each episode has gone by, it's been, like, Look, little, look little, at this little, little look at this little thing here. And nothing like egregious, like nothing where he's just like going overboard yet. But it's kind of just like you know he's kind of picking at Sam and Bucky, and what the first in the second episode he's kind of you know in the third episode he's kind of fucking you know he rolls up into the the flag smashers place and he's just like tell me where she is like just mad. Being that <laughs> guy, I know who I am. Do you yeah. know who I am? Being that guy. <laughs> and uh, and the black dude Battlestar, he's basically like, yeah, no, you know, she's a freedom fighter, dog. They're not just about to snitch on her. And he's like, I don't care who she is. They're gonna tell me. Yeah. And I'm like, and that uh, white savior, that white savior is, is showing through. I'm here to save these people. Oh, all right, all and right. that man spit right in the face. <laughs> man, and he, he wiped her off like a G, but he felt like he was gonna do some real egregious shit after that. Like if they had let that scene keep going, I felt like. Some real egregious shit was gonna happen. Like, um, I felt, but yeah, oh, that, I felt like he a cop with the body cam, and he was about to yeah, turn that body yeah, cam no, off and take right. and, and handle that guy. That's exactly what he was. 
So, Reese, do you think that um, – do you think he – you think at the end of this series he's going to be a full-on bad guy, like, in the MCU? Or do you think they're going to make him, like, a gray character? Because in the comic books, he's kind of a gray character sometimes and then kind of an asshole, bad character others. He's been a dick, but he's not okay. been, like, a real bad guy yet. So – uh, like as much as I don't like his face and I wouldn't mind if like Bucky like beat his ass real quick um he's not bad yet and I will like admit that he's not that bad <laughs> and I will wait to see what happens yeah, yeah man they they brought that new Captain America in with the quickness because you know Sam gave up that shield and he regretting everybody's telling them you dumb fuck the fuck you do that yeah. shit for yeah. Now he's kind of regretting it, and he wish he'd have kept that shield. And then he's like, "Well, I don't, you know, there should only be one Captain America or whatever." So I don't know, man. Sam seems like the type of person that you know in the books, right? In the so in the comic books, in this Captain America Sam Wilson book, Sam fucked up a lot when he was Cap, and but he had Misty Knight. Misty Knight was the, on his team, like she was living with him, or whatever. They kind of hooked up a couple of times too. They were kind of together. So Misty Knight was there, and um, he had some other people surrounding him to like bring him back when he would do some stupid shit. Um, and so it seems like they're giving Bucky that role here and his sister that role here. We only saw her in the first episode, but I imagine we'll see her again. Well, we heard her last episode, but I think they're trying to bring these people around him to kind of show like you know why it's important that he's cat. Um, but there's there's one thing. So Mike. So this show has surrounded it's we're gonna jump all over the place. This show has focused on the super soldier serum, right? We saw like we find out that like these we'll get to the flag smashers, but we find out that these group of people have the super soldier serum, they stole it from somewhere, and they had these vows that they were gonna give to people, and we all you know Bucky is there and he's got the super soldier serum, and then Zemo comes out, and we know Zemo hates powered people um more than anything in the world because they destroyed Sokovia. Do you think, Mike, that um, there's more super soldier serum out in the world that we don't know about? And do you think that John Walker is going to take it during this show? Yeah, that I do think that'll happen. Um, mostly because, like, at some point, John Walker is going to come up against Falcon and Winter Soldier. And, like, they would just kick his ass, even if he had Battlestar with him. Like, I don't see any way... He doesn't know how to use the shield properly. I mean, like, without Super Soldier Serum, he doesn't stand a chance. I mean, even with it, because Bucky has it. So, like, even with Super Soldier Serum, he still has to go up against another Super Soldier and Falcon. So, I think he will get it. I don't know if any... I mean, it must. Like, Super Soldier Serum is something that Marvel always... You know, it's it's so easy for Marvel to use, like, when they want... Superpowered characters. Oh, they were trying to replicate the Super Soldier Serum. Uh, look, that's how we got Hulk. That's how we got. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's how we got Abomination in the MCU. Abomination. Yeah, everyone all. So I'm sure we'll see that it, it will see this again. I don't know why my camera keeps focusing, but I don't know. I, I do think John Walker will take it. He's going to need it, and then that kind of sets him up to come back if they want him or or not, depending on what if he dies. I don't know, but yeah, I think he'll get it. Um, For sure. Speaking of that, Devin, I I wanted to hear your opinion on that scene with Isaiah Bradley 
And what did you think about that character? I was very curious because I knew this was coming, and I don't think you knew it was coming. So I wanted to know what you thought about that. Um, it was a very visceral feeling for me. I, I felt like there was a space where you've, hold, you've heard old, older black men talk to you about their real life discrimination stories or, or, or stories that are account of hate like in their face and they literally couldn't do anything about it. Um, and again, this show, the timing of the show could be any better because we are having a, a, a racial reckoning. Um, and it, it made me feel something like they didn't, they viewed him as subhuman, less than human. And they kept experimenting on him way after this wasn't even supposed to be a thing. But they kept him locked away and they just kept him as an experiment till they got it right. And it, it, yeah, man, it just, it hurt, man. It just, I felt it, man. And he's, he's such a great actor. Um, so, you know, it's crazy. Yeah, I really they, so they it. said he, so we know that at minimum he was in the Korean War because they said that he fought Bucky at the, and he, he's the one that ripped his arm off. Right. In the Korean War, right? So the Korean War was 1950 to 1953. So he was somewhere between probably like 18 and 22 at that time because, you know, that's how old you got to be to be in the Army uh, to begin with. So which means he was born in like 1930, 1928, something like that. So that man in the MCU, and so MCU is five years ahead of where we are. Never forget, it was a time jump. So it was a five-year time jump. So it's 2026 in the MCU. So that man is like 98 years old. And he looks and he looks like he will fuck you up. Still. Still. <laughs> old man strength. <laughs> that super soldier serum is good, man. He picked up that sardine can and got that shit stuck in the fucking wall. That is not the man you want to fuck with. Can you imagine like living in a neighborhood and running up on him? Cause you think, you know, you know how people like sometimes you see the movies where like the young brash kid talks to the old man in the neighborhood. I don't think anybody's talking shit to Isaiah. No, mm. that's why he got to stay in the house. He got to stay in the house. Cause you don't want that. You don't get out of that damn line. And he's angry, rightfully angry. You don't, you don't want rightfully. those problems at all. So yeah. I'm going to get flashback of, of. Yeah. I, I want to see it. Yeah, I hope, hopefully they show us the scene of him ripping Bucky's arm off. That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, Mike, I mean, Devin, do you know anything about the Isaiah Bradley story in the comic books? Not one thing, and I, I, I want to hear more. I want to see more. So, uh, basically, they did a story called Red, White, and Black, Captain America, Red, White, and Black. And it was like the Marvel's first, like the Marvel Universe's first sin or whatever. You know, like they say slavery is America's first sin, mm-hmm. that type of thing. And so, essentially, what happened was in uh in World War Two and this is in the comic books, they they had this they had this racist ass they had these scientists, Reinstein, who we saw in Incredible Hulk movie way back, and then the scientists we saw in episode three, Nagel. And so basically they came up with this idea of like they could replicate the super soldier serum. This was during right after Cap got it. And they were like, well we figured out how to do it a little bit. Um and so what the, but they didn't want to test their own version on people. So what they did was they rounded up 300 black soldiers, 300 black soldiers, 
And okay. they, well, they took all the they got they took a whole bunch of soldiers, including three hundred black soldiers. They rounded up all the three hundred black soldiers. All the soldiers that they didn't choose, they just shot and killed on spot. Took the three hundred black soldiers somewhere else, and then injected them all in this new version of the super soldier serum. All of them except seven died. So two hundred ninety three of them died from these injections. So seven of them left. But Isaiah was the only one who didn't like. Some of them had these weird morphs, like their head looked weird and their bodies was all fucked up. Isaiah was the only one who was like kind of normal. Okay. But they all got together and they would go do these secret missions for the government. Uh, I saw I saw some of that in uh, in the animated series on on Disney. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they told his wife that he died. They sent the body back. She looked at the body. It was like a white body, so she didn't believe he was actually dead. The whole time, he's out there fighting these missions, doing all this shit. These racist generals keep coming up there and fucking with him. It's 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 mad crazy. He, uh, basically, the other seven people end up dying. He's the only one that's, like, survived. Oh, wow. He got in trouble. Like, they say he went to jail for 30 years. Uh, he went to jail for something in certain similar amount of time in the— Comic books. 17 years. 17 years. But it was because he stole Captain America's uniform. So he stole Captain America's actual uniform, put it on to go fight for some secret mission somewhere. And they were like, you can't put that fucking shit on. You're like done here. Oh, wow. He also. Interesting. Yeah. So it's the story's kind of wild. So I don't know how, how much of that they're going to do in the MCU, but I think we're going to get more of that because the boy that answered the door in the, in, in the, in the show. That's his grandson, Elijah. In the comic books, his name is Patriot, and he's one of the Young Avengers. Okay. Yeah, so I think they I think they might go that way because they've been setting up the Young Avengers with um, with uh, Wanda's kids, with Ant-Man's daughter. We're getting um, Kate Bishop Hawkeye name? later. How do you say, Reese? What's his name? The, the black guy, new Captain America's friend is a... Uh... Battlestar. Yeah. Isn't he? Um, a well, no, Avenger? he was one of the Buckies. <laughs> That's what they called him. Uh, Battlestar, something, something. It was like it was like John Walker's henchman or whatever the fuck. Oh shit! <laughs> so yeah, so that that's Isaiah Bradley. So a lot of people were really interested in that. I really wanted to know what Devin thought about that uh, because that's cool. Uh, Reese, are you happy? His name's Isaiah. What did I say? No, you said you said who's Elijah? Elijah's, Elijah's his grandson. Okay, is the actor's name Elijah too? That plays his grandson? No, the actor that plays Isaiah is his, no, name, his Elijah. name is Carl Lumley. Okay. So I'm getting I'm getting everybody mixed up. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> they had to age him up though, because he don't look that old. He's sixty nine in real life. So they aged him up they a little bit. Feel good. The black mantis. <laughs> uh so Reese, were you happy to see Baron Zemo back? Yeah, I mean, he's he's always interesting. I'm, like, side-eyeing him a lot for not paying more attention to him. Like, oh, they, yeah. they're questioning that doctor, and he, he goes to, he goes, he, searched, he searches and finds a gun, and they don't, I'm like, come on, Sam. You got to do better. You got to be, Sam you got to keep an eye on that guy at all times. They're like, you better not do that again <laughs> after he shoots the scientist guy. What'd you think about Zemo cutting up on the dance floor? Hey, he's tall. They cut most of it. It's good. He was getting it. He was getting it. <laughs> yeah. He has a whole. He had a much longer dance scene, but they cut it. 
I'm glad. I'm glad they cut it though. We didn't need it. We need it. So do you um do you think he's going to end up turning on them? I mean, he has to. I don't trust him. Baron Zemo. He, yeah, he has to. Like, well, Bucky says he has a code. Speak. Okay, let's get into that right now. I was going to say this for later. They also just busted out like one of the most dangerous criminals who's totally responsible in a way for like Thanos coming. Who? Who? Or no, not Thanos coming, but Thanos succeeding. Who? Zemo. Oh. oh. If Zemo didn't divide them, they would have been much, much better off against Thanos when he showed up. I mean, maybe. They were easily divided, though. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah but. And Bucky did kill Iron Man's parents. He was right. Yeah, but no one would have known. I used to get so <laughs> mad at people being on Cap's side. I'm like, that man killed that man's parents. And you ain't tell him. <laughs> well, the like, worst thing about that was like Bucky never actually says anything and he totally owns up to it. And the whole time Steve is like speaking for him, like, no, Bucky, like you don't need to do. And it's like, dude, let the, but what if Bucky doesn't want like what if he wants to face the consequences of this? That man killed his parents. He deserved to yeah. be angry. Hey, uh, yeah, ain't no way you come back from that. Anyway. So <laughs> speaking of that, Zemo, uh, at the end of the episode three, we see Ao. One of the yeah. from Black Panther. And, you know, they don't fuck with Zemo because he killed King T'Chaka. Yep. And blamed it on Bucky. So do y'all think that he go, that Bucky, I mean, that Zemo's going to end up in Wakanda paying for his crimes? That'd be nice. Well, I, I get a Wakanda episode, but. I so mean, she's supposed to happen? come back this episode, episode four. So we're supposed to see more of her in episode four. Um. Is she I the just, only one from uh, Wakanda? Yeah, she's the only one that's in the ep- in the show that, that you know that they didn't spoil or something like that. So you know, I kind of want to see her do fuck some people up. Definitely, I need to see that. I need to see that. Um, if we can get Bucky in the, in the White Wolf, uh, you know, get up. I'm, I'm down with that too. If we can, but I, I don't think so. You're pro White Wolf, Bucky. Oh yeah, always. Okay. What about Cause, you, Because he's on the right path. Yeah, I'm pro White Wolf, Bucky. I like uh, I Bucky and Wakanda. I, I want to see it. We read the. We read the book. Uh, one of the books we did in our earlier, one of our earlier yeah. episodes, had the White Wolf in it. Yeah, that was Christopher Free, Christopher Priest's back, black, black. What the fuck's wrong with my voice? Black <laughs> Panther, Christopher Priest, Black Panther. Okay, got it out. Um, so yeah, so you know, at the end we see the Kamoyo bees and Bucky's like, I was wondering when you were going to show up. Now, did you see online people were like trying to ship those two? Did you see that? Uh, what do you mean? Ship Ao and Bucky. They were trying to say, like, I think they oh, yeah, had a relationship yeah. when he was in Wakanda uh, for. You oh, know. I think he had a relationship with somebody there. I, I mean, didn't, I, I didn't think Bucky was just. like that. Bucky a snack. I mean, what's this called? Like, Bucky a snack, you know what I mean? We got a new uh, vibranium arm. I mean, he could do some things with that. You I know mean, what I mean? Ao is fine. I remember seeing her in Civil War in that dress. Yeah. Looking at Black Widow's ass like, I will fuck you up. <laughs> I'll never forget that scene, man. That shit was so great. So, yeah, yeah. so people are shipping Bucky and Ao on the internet. Oh, I'll you're shipping it. it now? Yeah. Definitely. I don't mind. They both look good. Listen, I'll ship it. So, you know, maybe, maybe, because he did say, I was wondering when you would show up. He didn't say, like, I was wondering when someone from Wakanda would show up. He's like, you like like he knew she was gonna show up. I mean, maybe they've been keeping in contact. I mean, anything anything to help 
Bucky get his mental health back. You know, we I'm saw Bucky go on that date with that Asian woman in the first episode. Yeah. Barely. Yeah, barely. Then he ran out on her. <laughs> I mean, he was kicking her ass in Battleship, though. Kicking her ass. By the way, I've never played Battleship. What? Yeah. Not that I can recall. You're not missing out You're on not that. missing anything. Well, I mean... Fun. I mean, the electronic battleship, you know, is, is better. You know what I mean? Like, you know, you get some real time thing. People be lying. Battleship is a historically a cheating ass game that. Exactly. You make you want to flip some shit over with. Bitch, I know I'm hitting your battleship. Why are you cheating? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty much, Brand, it's literally like it's plotting uh, dots on a graph. So, like, you, saw, you, call, you call a point out, and hopefully your battleship's there, and then you sink it. People oh. lie. People cheat. And um, oh, like they, you can lie. You can, yeah. Yes, so how do you play I'm, that game if you can just lie and win? But people just do it. Yeah, but you're not supposed to lie. You're not supposed to. Oh, I'm not playing that shit. Yeah, again, God, God, somebody will cheat on cheat me easily. Break this. You like it? Make you one foot the table over, Brandon. I'm telling you. You like? <laughs> how the fuck am I missing? Hold on. We'll say Devin's very passionate about this. Uh, I can, like, so, did, did you have some sort of like traumatic battleship experience? I went to before. I went to before and after school, uh, in elementary school and stuff like that. Right. So like, boom, we playing these games every day. We playing Connect Four. We playing Battleship. We playing Uno and shit like that. So you start to get a a, a handle on these games and how they go. And then I'm in the fifth grade, and now we follow on cheating. And like now you gotta you gotta move the whole battleship and be like, let me see your board, because I know you cheating. There's no way I ain't hitting these battleships right now. <laughs> like, I didn't call out way too many numbers, ain't hitting nothing. Where your where your ships at? You know? And uh you get upset. You, you toss the, the uh the game off the table, you know? And there's like white and <laughs> little blue pegs everywhere, white and uh red pegs everywhere. All right, so we but went yeah, on a battleship tangent. Right. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. Um all right, so let's get so we we kind of danced around Sam because everybody thinks Sam is boring. He is though, but uh, talk about talk about what are snake testicles that he drank? Were they they testicles? Oh yeah, that <laughs> was funny as shit. <laughs> I don't know if that was his uh, snake's testicles. It was like it was like somebody. I think I, it was venom. I heard someone. No, oh, it wasn't venom. The venom glands aren't there. Someone said that. Um, I saw someone on some review I was watching said that it was. Uh, it was uh, Madripoor chitlins. <laughs> Mike, do you know what chitlins are? Yeah. Mike, I don't know if you know Mike what, knows. Chip, you know what? what? Chitlins. You know what chitlins are? No. Chitlins. Okay. Two Americas. Another example. Mike is not Man. aware of the chitlins. Don't worry, Mike. You're not missing anything. You don't want to eat that is garbage food? anyway. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's technically food. I mean, it comes from an animal. I'm not eating that shit. <laughs> what animal? Devin okay. likes chitlins, though. He's from the South. I mean, I've, I've had them before. They're not bad. Ugh. They stink, though. They do stink. You don't like chitlins, Reese? No. Me either. You know, Reese is a prim and proper northern northern woman, so she doesn't eat the chitlins. You ain't had to get the I have a like mother. I have a mother who loves that stuff. Chitlins, pig feet. Pig feet, pig feet right I'm out of... Pig feet. All day. Oh, pig no. All day. no. I've eaten chicken's liver and heart before. Oh no, Mike! Two Americas. Thank you, Michael. Okay, first of all, first of all, I ate it at Korean barbecue. Yeah, that's where different else would America. I? That's the, yeah, that's the yeah, you're, you're only you're only validating our point more, Mike. That's all you. Mike, uh, have you ever had pig feet? Uh, no. 
Were you aware that people? Were you aware that people eat pig feet? I mean, nothing surprises me. No, um, people in America might. Yeah, you, you know, in Lebanon and a lot of the Middle East, they just eat raw beef. Yeah, I, 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 isn't that called tar- raw tar- lamb, raw beef? What? What carpaccio or something like that? What's it uh, it's called. Well, I mean, uh, it's called kibbe, but oh, they eat okay. it raw. That's it's it's lamb. Is. Okay. I mean, for the record, you can eat it baked, and I prefer it baked. That's because my mom was never brave enough to touch the raw kibbe. To be honest, my dad doesn't either, and he was born there. So I mean, I again, that's a valid point. Yeah. So, I, I mean, a lot of my aunts and uncles will be sitting there. There's literally just a plate of – it's prepared. Like, they're, it's seasoned and stuff, but it's not cooked, and it's just in the table, and they're scooping it on their plate. They eat it. So, speaking mm-hmm. of Nothing another surprising. country, what did y'all mm-hmm. think of going to Madripoor, big X-Men Easter egg? But I don't know what the X that, that don't help me. Madripoor is like a place in the comic books where a bunch of bad people show up, but it's, a lot of it has been tied to the X-Men in the movies. And that bar they went to – in mm-hmm. the show, in the comic books, that's like one of Wolverine's bars. Oh, now mm-hmm. we're not going to see Wolverine in the show, but it was a cool little Easter egg. I mean, thank again. Way over my head. I was that like, oh, that uh, skyline too. shot they gave us was cool, though. It looked yeah. it looked like a real city. It's not, but it, they made it look like a real city. Oh, that reminds me. Let's get to this. Sharon yeah. Carter is all of a sudden a fucking badass. I, I yeah, I, I love Sharon Carter in this in this. Uh, so, and I think she got totally screwed over, uh, and I think it's ridiculous that she did not get pardoned. She didn't even do anything that bad. I got You're telling me they pardoned? They pardoned Bucky Barnes, who <laughs> is a assassin who <laughs> murdered thousands, of hundreds people. of people <laughs> in broad daylight, like a famous, <laughs> famous assassin who has killed a ton of people, ter- bombed buildings. And they didn't. The, Sharon Carter stole the shield and the wings, and she's now a domestic terrorist. What? I got a question. Who the fuck is Sharon Carter? Because I, I didn't. The white I, woman I don't know that fucked people up. In I know. I, three? I, again, I know who I saw, but who the fuck is she? I don't. Peggy I, I, Carter's I niece. She's. You Peggy. remember the movie? You remember Civil uh, War? Do you remember the scene in Civil War? Where Cap Civil War is my least favorite movie. My Listen, favorite do you remember movie? the scene in Civil War what? where Cap was talking to the girl, and then they cut to Sam and Bucky in the car looking at him? They're like, "Oh, you kissed her." Like, "Oh, look at okay. that." We got, that's her. Okay. Okay. I didn't know who. she And that's was, Peggy's though. niece, which kind of makes this even stranger, to be honest with you. But yeah, that's Peggy. Uh-huh. That's Haley Atwell's niece, Agent Carter's yeah. niece. I heard because I heard Carter, and I was like, I need to know who, who his person is. Um, so do y'all yeah, think I, Sharon took the super soldier serum? Because she was fucking those dudes up. No, I'm no, kidding. she looked like she got like hurt a little no, bit. No, she got yeah, she had some damage, but she did some serious work. Cat made a mistake. Should have stayed with with Sharon. Yeah. Well, here's the interesting thing about about her is I'm very curious to know <laughs> that. Uh, hey, Charmaine. Charmaine said hey. I'm very right, curious right, to know what that, what that scene was at the end when she was leaving in the car and she was yeah. like, we got some explaining to do or some shit like right. that. Like people are saying that, oh, she might be the power broker, the people they've been talking about the whole time. I don't think she's the power broker. I don't think she's the power broker either, yeah. But I think she might fuck with the power broker. Oh, yeah. I, think, <laughs> I, I definitely think, again, how you get somebody, how you put a billion on somebody's head that quick and everybody, you know, this Magic Four place is, is, uh, Part of the low lives, yo. Like pretty much, if you ever watched the anime Blue Lagoon, uh, this is this is what uh, it is. Pretty much that whole setting 
is like Mazapur. Like people, smugglers, assassins, all in one city. And uh, they got their own set of rules. And that's, yeah, what we saw. It's kind of crazy. What do you think, Reese? About what? Do you think Sharon Carter is the power? But what do you think's up with her? Oh. What's her secret? I don't know. Like she, because I thought she was like hiding out. I don't know. I don't know who, she, like, who does she work for? I don't know if she works, if she works for somebody or if she's the one that has, that has all the power. But I didn't like that she was like, because I think her driver was like a black woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, like an like Asian woman. Asian, yeah, yeah, I didn't like that she got in the back seat and she was telling that that woman. Hilarious. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Reese. Thank you, Reese. That's the only thing I can focus on. Reese is putting on her kufi. It was like, she, I don't trust her. I don't trust that white woman. <laughs> Reese got her kufi on right now, ready to go. Mm-mm-mm. What do you think, Mike? What do you think she's up to? Do you think she's up to something I, I nefarious? I honestly didn't think it was anything bad. She said we have 20 new problems on our hands, so she's referring to the 20 super soldiers, and I don't know who she would have been talking to, but I don't think it was – I didn't – I didn't. not until you guys said something, I didn't think it was anything bad. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe she had some ties to maybe someone in – maybe like someone like, you know, in S.H.I.E.L.D. or S.W.O.R.D. or like Monica, you know what I mean? Maybe she's got contacts back home, and she's like, listen, you guys got 20 new problems, you know, that you need to – that's what I thought. I just don't see Sharon Carter being. I like that. I didn't see that. She's sus. I didn't see it. Yeah, she's sus. <laughs> now that you say it, though, it's a little weird. But I will say, I did not originally until you. All, I didn't even think the, the thought didn't even cross my mind that it could be something bad. I was just like, oh, she's probably just telling somebody back home or Again, like some, you know, that a white woman saying a white woman saying we got problems in, in the movie and getting the back of the car always seems suspect to us. Only it seems bad things are gonna happen. I mean, I get it. I get it. It's fair. I just didn't. I didn't originally expect. And I didn't see it the way you saw it. Like I didn't see like, oh, they're going to get the super soldiers. They're going to help. I didn't. I didn't see that. Uh, and the last thing we'll talk about before we get out of here for the first three is uh, the Flag Smashers. Do y'all think the Flag Smashers are actually bad people? You think it's a red herring? What do you think? To be honest, I, I, I kind of think that whole part is kind of dumb. Like why? I don't know. It's just the strangest, like, I, it so just think seems about like, this, Mike. so these are people that think that their whole premise is that life was better during the blip. But why? Like, people, gr- more resources. Like, I really haven't felt like I've gotten an answer as to why. That's a great question. I think so for me, but, until here's they- the, but here's an answer, right? So the director did an interview and they had to cut a lot of stuff out of these episodes, edit it. Because they had a plot that involved like a airborne disease and vaccines. Because <laughs> you oh. know this was written, this was already before this started before COVID. So they had to cut that out. So like, there's a scene in episode three, right, where the where the girl walks in to see that woman, and then it just cuts to her, and then it's just gone. And you're like, who? Why do we care about this woman? We've you know we don't know anything about her. Apparently there was like a whole thing with her that was it explained that, and it got cut out. Well, if they're gonna cut it out, it still needs to make like I feel like right now they're just a convenient terrorist group for Bucky and Falcon to pursue. But are they terrorists? They're not terrorists. No, I don't whether like that that like it's clear that they're just kind of kids who are you know 
just kind of doing stuff. But still, like, it just feels kind of lazy. So they stole vaccines from the power broker. And it looks like they stole 20 vials of super soldier serum. And I think their goal is to give it to sick people. Is that what it is? Why, though? Yeah. I don't know. I I just, I'm not really like... I like what you supposed to know because, but like, I do think I, I do. I am interested to see what life was like during the blip, because their whole gimmick, their whole thing was like all these people come back from the blip, and everybody and cares more about them than us right. who had to live throughout that five period time. Well, I mean, the, maybe for now, like, didn't isn't it still very recent? This like all these people yeah, like so this takes place like six months. This is before Spider Man Homecoming, but after Wandavision. So, did, I mean, Spider Man like Far the, From Home, sorry. The commercial about the, the organization that helps people that were affected by the blip mm-hmm. and like him. But I thought that people, was funny. I like that. Yeah, I thought it's hilarious. But what about the people that were living? Like, she made it seem like they lost their resources once the people came back from the blip. So, like, yeah, I mean, but, like, but how, here's the thing how are they going to achieve this goal? Life better during, are they going to try and kill half the population again, like without infinity? No, what they is, no, they, they, well, they did explain this. They said that the people who were blipped, who were fucked up people in charge, they came back from the blip. So they had got these fucked up people. So imagine like Trump and Boris Johnson and Kim Jong un and a bunch of fucked up leaders all got blipped. Right. And then for five years, right, you got new leadership, things are getting better, life's getting better, and then they reappear and they get put back in fucking charge. See, okay, there that that's a lot. Okay, now now I, I can understand more so than just what they're what they're actually trying to achieve other than like Cause they did say that in this in the show, they said something to the extent of like the same corrupt fucked up people before the blip, they got back and they're regaining their power. Like they're getting help. Yeah, they said that the first episode. Yeah. So to me, that's what that sounds like. What do you What do you think, Reese, about their flag smashers? I mean, they're sort of the least interesting part to me. Um, but I mean, I get the whole Robin Hood kind of thing, you know, mm-hmm. and all those people coming back. So you know, you you had everything, and then all of these people come back for. To take up all the resources. So, you know, I get it, but I'm not that interested in it <laughs> right now. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I, I got to agree with her. I mean, I don't, what's the, what's the point? I mean, maybe if they explain it, I mean, you know, I might sound like an idiot now because in a couple of weeks we'll be back for the last three and maybe there's a big, maybe there's a whole thing with them, but I mean, do you know the the arc is building because Power Broker wants them? So, we'll, we're definitely going to see what what's so important about these. Uh, but so far, episodes. like they've been in all three episodes, and Power Broker wasn't even in the episode he was mentioned. And I'm already more interested in Power Broker than I am. Oh, without like, why should I care without about question. the flag smash? All right, that's the last question, and then we'll talk about what we're looking forward to and get out of here. Do y'all think that Power Broker is somebody we've seen before? Or do you think it's going to be a new character? I'm gonna say a new character, and I hope so. I think so too. I hope it's somebody we've seen already. Okay. You know, on the internet, everyone is hoping <laughs> that it's Thunderbolt Ross. I'm wow, tired of him. that would be cool. I'm tired of him. Why is he mm. still relevant? 
He's always relevant. He's always he, up he's to He's also flexible. just as he's just as bad as Zemo. He was just no, as, as involved in ruining the heroes. I mean, he's he not, is he, bad, but he was in charge. Yeah. He was in charge. So that's so you know. White man in charge, you know. You know. We gotta get the white. They're gonna keep white, you know that. Uh, he's not dead yet. Isn't that guy dead? No, oh, Thunderbolt's okay, not dead. Oh, the actor? Yeah. I don't think he's dead. I don't think he's supposed. He's in Black Widow. We know that, and he's also in um, She Hawk. Oh, okay. So some game of game right We'll see. All right. (laughs) So yeah. So we like the first three episodes. Um, Devin, I know you want to look for. You want to see some backstory to Isaiah Bradley sometime. And some sand. I want to see some sand face, some blackness. It's been real vague. I want to see some blackness hit him in the face. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What do you I mean, at? he almost got arrested. But I mean, it was vague. It was vague. You know, like don't be so subtle. Marvel. He did almost get arrested for just being black. Uh, yeah. Reese, what are Walking you looking street, to? People looking at him like, <laughs> like, that's crazy, yo. And a black neighborhood that too. What you looking forward to, Reese? Yeah, I'm, I agree with them. And I want to see um, Isaiah's backstory. I want to know what Sharon Carter is up to. And um, Bucky and what's her name from Wakanda? Let's yes. Hey, yo. Yeah. Yo. yeah. I mean, and Mike, what about you? I I want to see Bucky appall- like make amends with Mr. Nakajima. Is it Nakajima? Yeah, the age mate. I, I oh, that, yeah. that was be so sad. You think that was by far the most depressing thing I've seen. He can't. He can't tell him he killed his son, right? He can't. Yeah, like, he has to. He, oh, it sucks even more no. because, like, <laughs> you know, like they haven't shown this, right? But he, he was going through this list, making amends, and he sees this guy, and he befriended him, and like he feels bad, and like now they've established a relationship, and it's like, oh my god, this is gonna kill you. Like they, this, they've introduced it. It has to come to an end somehow. Oh. Man, that that's gonna bad. make me fucking cry. I can tell yeah. you that right now. Yeah, to tell him. That Asian man made Bucky his adopted son. He basically, he really, he really did though. Because he yeah, went to like, that man's house like he was gonna tell him, and the look on his face shit made me so sad. He can't tell him, man. Oh man, damn, I forgot about that, Mike. And this is why I don't watch. This is us because I, I refuse to cry watching some TV, a program on TV. I refuse. That's why I can't watch this is us anymore. Oh, I'm going to. I know I had to bring it up because I do want to see it happen. Kind of like I don't I don't know that I want to see him say what happened or like tell him like, hey, I murdered. Your they can son. have the music but, playing. But I want to see this resolved because that man deserves some justice and some peace. I mean, justice, some closure, justice, some heat closure, closure, closure. Like, Mike, you literally said they pardoned the assassin. <laughs> yeah, he ain't so, seeing justice. That justice <laughs> thing is okay, long gone. Yeah, he's not going to see justice, but closure is the right word. He definitely needs closure. Yeah, I agree. Because the man, like, my feelings for how cool Bucky is aside and how unfortunate his life has been, that, that man needs needs to know. Or he needs some some amount of... Damn, man. Bucky hurts, man. is not going to be right until he tells that guy the truth. That's true. Tell the truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're, we're definitely going to see that now, too. God damn it. <laughs> That's going to fuck with me. I already, I already know, man. I'm going to watch that scene. I'm going to be so sad watching it. Oh God! Eric. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It had to be brought up. <laughs> no, it's hey, it's great. I'm glad you brought it up. We needed to feel something, I guess. Oh God, not that. It's though. fine. <laughs> all right. So yeah, we're all loving the show. We're gonna finish the show. Uh, we'll be back in a few weeks after the show ends uh, to wrap up what happens. 
Uh, we know Marvel's going to close strong because they always do. So it'll be good towards the end. Thank you all for listening. Uh, like I said, we'll be back for another Falcon Winter Soldier review in three weeks. Uh, make sure you subscribe, like, all the good stuff for the podcast, share it, tell your friends, all that nonsense. And we'll be back uh, soon. Thanks for talking. Peace.